This episode of Stick Like Glue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Dream Business Academy Annapolis. This truly one-of-a-kind live event takes place October 7th through the 9th in beautiful Annapolis, Maryland. And you'll learn exactly how to market and grow a more profitable business faster. Jim and his dream team of speakers will share some of their best marketing and business building advice, all in a pitch-free zone. And don't miss two of Jim's rock star entrepreneur friends, Melanie Benson Strick and best-selling author Bob Berg. Dream Business Academy Annapolis will quite literally transform your business. Do not miss it. Get all the details and register today at www.dreambizacademy.com. That's www.dreambizacademy.com. Hey, friends, this is James Malinchak, teacher on ABC's hit TV show, Secret Millionaire, and founder of BigMoneySpeaker.com, and you are listening to my good friend, Jim Palmer, on Stick Like Glue Radio. Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. <laughs> Those are always great things in anybody's business. I am your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. I'm committed, as always, to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I'm very excited about this week's show. My special guest is writing coach Morgan McDonald. Let me briefly tell you about Morgan. We'll bring her right on. Morgan McDonald is a writing coach and editor of nonfiction writing, and she's the founder of Paper Raven Books. Her latest book, Start Writing Your Book Today, a step-by-step plan to write your nonfiction book from first draft to finished manuscript is available in the Amazon Kindle store. Morgan blogs about writing, motivation, and, and impacting the world with your words at paperravenbooks.com. Hey, Morgan, 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 Raven, Raven, Morgan. Morgan, how are you doing today? Thanks for being my guest. I'm great, Jim. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I appreciate you, and, and sorry for being so tongue-tied. This is like the third interview in a row, and I'm, you know, I, I gotta, I no gotta really schedule in some food time in between these these interviews. I, I don't know how you do it. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you. So, you know, folks that follow me, um, a large large part of my audience are entrepreneurs and small business owners. They know how I feel about books. I've, I've written six mm-hmm. books in six years. Um, I know you're obviously a proponent, but let's just say someone's listening to this show and maybe it's their first time finding either my show and they're kind of new to entrepreneurship and maybe they just don't know. So let me just start by asking kind of the 10,000-foot view question, mm-hmm. Morgan. Why does a small business owner want to write a book? Well, I mean, you know this, Jim, but it, a book sets you apart in the marketplace like nothing else will. And really, there's a couple of advantages to writing a book. Uh, some are internal and some are external. So actually, let me uh, kind of talk about some of the internal advantages. Um, when you're starting a business, 
one of the things that you really want to do is narrow down, niche down, define your target audience, right, and your real purpose. Mm -hmm. And you can spend a lot of time just thinking and scribbling notes, but I'll tell you what will bring you the most clarity the fastest is writing a book. Because if you can write a book about a topic, you are passionate about that topic. And the words that come out through your book writing process will resonate with people who you want to serve in your business. So it helps you really define very clearly kind of what your expertise is in in your niche. And so um, that's kind of a major internal advantage or really it's more than an advantage. It's like a, it's like a whole process that just brings these huge benefits to your life. And then externally, when people are looking for someone to help them, you know, with whatever problem they have or bring in a speaker or connect with someone else in their field. I mean, they're going to look at Amazon.com to see who's written books about it. And they're going to look for, I mean, they're going to do Google searches and things like that. And if they bring up the fact that there's someone who has written a book in this niche, then they're going to automatically assume that you have some expertise and you want that. You want that immediate association of expertise. I think that's right, and um, you know, I was I was coaching a, um, a a client of mine. She happens to be a woman doctor, and she one of the things that she uh, said is she struggled raising her fees, and she's really good. And mm-hmm. so I was working on mindset and all, but one of the things we also did is we helped her get her first book done. And the funny thing, uh, it's interesting that Morgan, the way you said internal, one of the internal benefits of writing a book for her is she suddenly felt when she held that book in her hands, she felt worthy of raising her prices. So I thought that was pretty interesting, <laughs> you know, just from mm-hmm. a mindset standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a great example. Yeah. So – you know, Morgan, you you work with a lot of um, uh, business owners. You help them write their book. I know you do editing and things like that. I want to ask you about that. But you know, so many people, I think, think, well, I'm already wearing so many hats. I'm, I call them firemen. They go from one fire to the next. You know, what fire am I going to put out starting at seven or eight in the morning and, <laughs> until I leave, put the key in the door and go home? But um, how does somebody find time to to write a book? That must seem like yeah. a, a huge, a, a, it's a huge task. I, it is, it is. And this is always the first conversation that I have with a new client is, you know, we talk about their day, right, their normal, you know, life routine and where can we find time to put, put writing in. And there's always a way. <laughs> I will say there's always a way to put writing in if it's a priority. I think um, there are kind of two things that need, need to happen. One is, like you said, more of a mindset shift, internal mindset, and then another is more practical. So internally, you need to convince yourself that your book is worth writing. This is really the step that most people skip, but it's so important because if you can connect with how this book can help your business or your life or fulfill a dream or change your reader's perspective somehow, it will like raise an importance in your mind and you will think about it more, you will want it more, you'll be more, even I would say energetically like drawn to writing a book. And so one of the first things that we do with, that I do with any new client is we write out what I call the why statement, um, why the book is important. And literally we spend a few minutes, probably 10 minutes or 15 minutes just talking through all the reasons why the book is important. And then we distill everything down into three to five sentences of how this book will change your life and will change your reader's life. And we write it out, 
and um, I recommend that you put it on your computer or workspace or your mirror in the morning, and you read that you know, why statement every single day, and it should really draw the energy out of you and make you want to write. So that's kind of the first thing. And then the other thing I would say is that it doesn't take a lot of time to write a book. Um, I tell people to aim for 3,000 to 5,000 words a week. So that's, for most people, that's like three to five hours a week. So that could be 30 minutes every day. It could be three hours on Saturday, you know? So there, you got to look at your schedule and find where you can chunk that time. But if it means getting up, if it's important enough and it means getting up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning, uh, I bet you'll suddenly find the energy to get up a little bit earlier to spend 30 minutes writing your book. And right there you identified one of my big things, how I can write. I usually write my books now in just about 60 days and getting up at 3, nice. 12, 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I am so in the zone, Morgan, because what I do is I get up. I don't even, you know, I don't, I don't shower. I just put, you know, I come downstairs <laughs> to my office. Right <laughs> I did. And here's the thing. I don't turn on TV. I don't look at Facebook. I don't do email. I come down. I look at my monitor, and I type what's in my head because – I am so fresh when I wake up. That's like my that's when I'm in the zone so to speak. And literally when my wife Stephanie gets up and then the morning starts kicking in, the sun comes up cuz it's dark at that mm-hmm. hour. I start feeling like I'm getting into the day and then a lot of other stuff starts percolating, but for me that's my most creative in the zone time and you know, if I go to bed at 9 or 9:30, I can get up at 4 o'clock and you know, I can write for like two to three hours, and boom, you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and, and it gets done. So you so identified you one of my like, big secrets. So you write like two hours a day, or like five days a week, on a weekday? Um, some, Yeah, a lot of the time. Now, the the, the um, sometimes I write longer, sometimes I write I I've learned not to force it. Like, I'm very diligent about my schedule, and... I, this is a block of time for this, and if I sit down and I'm just staring and it's just not coming out, I'll go do something else or push away. I won't like, Jim, doggone it, sit here and do something. I won't do that because it's either going to flow or it's not going to flow. The good thing is, you know, you know, I'm getting faster as I, you know, my first book took me 18 months. I'm now down to 60 days because I understand the process and the flow. And, and like you identified, Morgan, I understand the value in the book, the return on investment is huge. So it is a big chunk of time for a short period of time, but the benefit to your business is huge. So let me ask you this. What are some of the ways you see authors uh, or would-be authors sabotaging themselves as when they're trying to write a book? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one, and you can either say that was mine or not, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess. Do you <laughs> – because I did this in my first book, and I no longer do it. Self-editing as you go, would you mm-hmm. say that or not? Yes, oh, I totally agree. You should not self-edit as you go. <laughs> okay. Um, I I usually recommend that you write out some sort of, not necessarily an outline. An outline sounds so rigid and, like, puts you back into your freshman English class or something. But, like, some sort of rough um, organization where you kind of line by line kind of write out what you want to cover in the book and then put it all in order so that it makes sense when you read from one line to the next you're like oh yes that idea makes sense following this next idea and then start from the very beginning and write all the way through don't turn back (laughs) you know don't don't even really look at what you've written except to remember what you had written but don't edit you know don't don't try to make the words sound better because honestly they're not going to sound that great the first draft through 
Um, you're really just trying to get those thoughts out from your head and onto paper. So you're exactly right. Um, if you can write straight through without looking back to edit, that will make you go a lot faster and will make the whole process more enjoyable because, honestly, the creative process is really fun. Um, when you're putting out all those fresh ideas onto paper, you know, you get to ride that enthusiasm through the whole first draft. So um, I would definitely say self-editing editing is not a good plan. <laughs> yeah, and for the most part, it's a brain dump, right? You just want to get stuff out. Um, exactly. Do you do you suggest people um, talk their book into either uh, you know an un- an automated uh, transcription like it's it's recognize voice voice I forget the name of what you call it but mm-hmm. you know where you talk and it prints it in Word or or do you record it and then have it transcribed or or you know is it kind of whatever works for you? Yeah, I mean I do think it is whatever works with you works for you and you should kind of experiment with some different things. I will say, and I know a lot of people are using this like transcribe service idea to write books. I will say that as a reader, you can kind of tell when someone has done that because we talk differently than we write. Um, even if the voice and style are very similar, there's just a slightly different grammar structure and the, the words just come off a little bit differently when we write. So I tell you what I do recommend. If you love to talk, um, Get a recorder, like you said, and and talk yourself through the book, you know, point by point, chapter by chapter. And instead of having someone else transcribe it, you play it back and you write based on what you were saying. So you might uh, play a minute worth of your recording and then write it out. But when you write it, it will sound different than the way that you had spoken it before. That's kind of my recommendation. Um, Because then you get just a little bit more high-quality writing voice is what I would say. Okay. That, that's true. I, I, you, definitely, um, you definitely talk different than you write, right, because you're, you're, you're kind of thinking of, thinking of the proper way. It's kind of like when you're writing, you're, like, remembering your schooling and stuff, but when you're talking, you tend to talk in, like, contractions and things like that. Um, what are some of the, the practical strategies? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, the contractions and stuff are fine. I don't, I don't advocate, like, formal style, but there's mm-hmm. still just the way that we present I, the order of ideas and, and how much we're willing to, like, elaborate them. It's just we tend to be a little bit more in-depth when we're writing, and that's what you want to tap into. Gotcha. What are some of the other practical strategies that you can give authors around writing and, and getting their books done? Sure, yeah. Um, use a timer. That is like tool. My number one tool is use a timer um, and set it for whatever you feel comfortable. I would recommend that you work your way up, maybe from start with 10 minutes and then 15, 20. I think 25 is a really good time time chunk for writing, and um, it helps you focus and be really sort of intense because that adrenaline going because you're working against the timer. And then when the timer goes off after 10 minutes or 25 minutes, take a break and come back and do another session if you have time to do another session. So that's actually the Pomodoro style. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I don't remember who popularized it. um, Yeah, Pomodoro, P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. It's Italian for tomato, (laughs) fun fact. But it's a style of productivity where you you, um, do your tasks in 25-minute bursts and then take a break and then another 25 minutes. So that's the best way to write that I have found. Um, Wow. then the other thing I would recommend is that every time you do one of these writing sessions, 
you make a you make a little log um, to track your progress. Write down the date that you're writing and the time and how many minutes you wrote and how many words you wrote. And just whether it's on a piece of paper or I do mine on a Google spreadsheet so that I can share it with an accountability partner. Um, but that way you have a nice running log of your progress because we tend to either be really pessimistic or really optimistic and we overestimate how much work we've done when really we haven't done hardly any, or we underestimate our progress and we're making great progress. So the we usually, some people are just more positive and <laughs> some people are just more negative, but the tracking progress helps you keep more of a realistic um, idea of how your, how your book is really coming. Cool. Hey, Morgan, what do you think about this whole, I don't know, revolution, the e-book revolution? Um, you know, I think e-books are good. I mean, for one for one thing, you know, people do like to read digitally. And I know there's a difference between an e-book and a Kindle. I mean, a Kindle is basically an electronic version of a full-size book. In my in my thinking, anyway, I think an e-book is a much shorter book. It's almost like, um, it, in some ways, calling it a book is a stretch, <laughs> in my opinion, mm. for some of them anyway. But, but yet, it's another tool. It's another way because you can use the whole Amazon search. It does give you the at least the appearance of being an author, so to speak, or what are your, I've obviously shared my thoughts and biases. What do you, what do you think about the whole ebook deal? Yeah, I mean, I do agree with you. There's this really strange stretching of the word book now, right? Like you said, there, there are ebooks on Amazon that are 900 words, right? So is that really a book? I don't know. But, but it's an article. <laughs> right, right. Um, but there are also ebooks out there that um, they're only published on they're only published electronically, right? They're only on Amazon or iBooks or whatever. Um, so they're technically an ebook, but they're quality. You know, they're thirty, forty, fifty thousand words, and that kind of ebook, like what I would consider a high quality, in depth ebook, can can transform your business. It's incredible, and there are no barriers, which is what I love about it. I mean. And you've heard this before, but, I mean, in the old days, you, the only way to get your message out there really was to go through a traditional publisher, and the odds of that were pretty slim. And nowadays, the odds are even more slim. There's just so many people who have this who are able to to write books now that the traditional publishers are overwhelmed. And so Amazon is stepping up as this place where you can put your message out, and maybe you only reach a 1,000 people. So a traditional publisher is not interested in that. But you know what? Those thousand people can literally transform your business. Can you imagine if you're, if it, within one year your business was flooded with a thousand new paying clients? I mean, that's big, you know, for, for huge, a small business. Yeah. So uh, we, Amazon is exploding this idea of scale. So it used to be that if your book was, quote, unquote, worthwhile, it had to sell at least, I mean, the bare minimum run was 2,500 copies, and really they wanted to sell more like 20,000 copies. Now on Amazon, you can you can foot the bill, which is not even that much really, <laughs> for putting out your book. And even if it only impacts, really, really impacts 1,500 people, that could flip a switch in your in your business and create a momentum that carries you forward. And then your next book can you be bigger and your next book can be bigger. And it begins sort of a, a almost a domino effect of amazing things that can happen in your life. Yeah, that's good. What are your thoughts, um, kind of switching from book creation to marketing, what are your thoughts as far as the pricing of e-books? 
Do you mm-hmm. think that they should be like super? I've seen people sell e-books like ninety-nine cents or two bucks or seven bucks. I mean, where does how do you what how do you figure out how to rec- advise one of your clients on e-book pricing? Oh yeah, that's tricky. Um, if it's your first book out of the gate, I would say um, you want to set the price a little bit lower, even if it's a valuable book. Um, you still want that entry level for the reader who doesn't know your name yet and doesn't know anything about you to feel like, you know, they can do an impulse buy and just buy your book. So I would say anywhere from $0.99 cents to two ninety nine is is a pretty good price point. Um, I did, when I published my book, I, I did it through Amazon, um, and I was, like, I gave them exclusive rights to the book for 90 days so that I could run it for free. And that was a really great promotion because I was able to do these sort of a big launch around it, right? I was able to do webinars and send out emails to my list and Facebook ads and say, get this book, it's free. And then when it, after the period of that, um, oh, it's only free, sorry. I give them rights for 90 days and I can set it free for five days. So that's a five-day kind of launch thing. And then when that five days is up, I set the price pretty low still, like $2.99, um, but I'm not in it for money, and this is kind of what I coach authors through also, is that you're, you don't necessarily come into the Amazon ebook game looking for a passive income, right? Um, it's a really much more valuable tool for lead generation and bringing in new clients. So, yeah, I haven't made a million dollars on my book, but I have brought in half a dozen new clients in a very short time frame, time frame. and these are like, my dream clients. These are the people that I really want to work with, and that is all um, a product of the book. So I think that low price helps people to overcome that that barrier and read the book and then really want to work with you or work with your business. That's awesome. How has um, – well, so that's good. you got six new clients. In general, how, is, how, how has writing a book affected your coaching and editing business? I mean, is it really the chief driver of, of kind of how you get uh, new prospects? I don't know that, the, that the book itself is the chief driver, but um, the conversations that the book opens has been amazing. So um, it kind of it gives me something to point to. So when I'm having um, – when someone comes to my blog, if they like what they're reading but they don't want to redo, you know, 100 blog articles, <laughs> they, can, they can get my best advice through the book very quickly. Or if I'm talking through um, – if I'm talking to like you on a podcast interview and I can, if someone likes what they're hearing and they want more information, it's a very consumable piece of my content. Um, and so it gives me this opportunity to talk to either potential clients or colleagues or people in, the, in my niche or businesses or podcasts or whatever, something to talk about and point people toward. And it's a good sort of entry way into my, my business funnel. Does that make sense? That makes like perfect sense. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, I got time for like one more question. Let me ask you this. So, I, I know a lot of my guests love the just the just the one. So, if there was one single piece of advice you could give someone who wants to be a uh, an author, what would that be? Start today. There you I mean, go. seriously. There's there's no reason to wait any longer on writing a book. Your we tell ourselves that our we'll have more time later. Our book idea will be you know, more refined or we'll have more clarity later. But that's honestly not true. You're in every day that you procrastinate writing your book, your enthusiasm about the book wanes. 
and is starting to run dry. So start today because why not? I mean, <laughs> there's only good things down the road when you write your book. So go ahead and get on it. That would be my advice. That's awesome. Hey, this has been a fun interview, Morgan. Thank you so much. And um, I'm sure people want to connect with you. I know you got a great blog. I was checking that out. So uh, what's a good place for people to learn more about you and, and how you can help them? Yeah, thanks, Jen. This has been awesome. Um, my blog is paperravenbooks.com. And I'm I'm huge in Periscope right now. So you can find me on Periscope. I uh, do broadcasts. Live, they're live broadcasts every day. I talk about writing. And it's, uh, you can even do Q&A with me live on the spot. So my handle there is at Morgan G. Mac. So uh, paperravenbooks.com or at Morgan G. Mac on Periscope or Twitter is where I hang out. Very cool. Thanks again, Morgan. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Jim. You have a good day. Okay. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with writing coach Morgan McDonald. Stick Like Glue Radio, it's the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Remember, check out my Dream Business Academy at dreambizacademy.com, dreambizacademy.com. Until next week, another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. Keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. Now go out there and do something nice for somebody today. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.